0: okay
1: we're recording
0: we're recording live
1: hello and welcome to recording live i am dexter and with me as always is it's matt it's matt um and today we're talking book of boba fett and i believe we're gonna just jump right into that um and we'll save our our catch up at the for the end yes um but i guess before that if you head over to our website recordinglivepodcast.com, you can click on the merch button in the top right if you're on desktop if it's on mobile i think it might be in a hidden menu uh on a, but you can it'll go to our merch uh we got notebooks and phone stuff but there's uh the cool thing is probably the mug that's what i'd get that's what i got that's um, what i recommend there's stickers in there too uh so yeah if you want to support the show that'd be a good way to do it um other than that I think that's the only way to give us money so yeah just do that. Um yeah but otherwise uh find us on social media, all the links on our website, come talk to us please um so that we know, you know, we would
0: love feedback. We know we have listeners,
1: like any feedback from we any We really of the, would the love to get
0: Yeah, I I get feedback in person once in a blue moon.
1: Yeah. I had
0: one person tell me that he tunes in about once a month but he's okay. beyond. Beyond behind, it didn't ask me about anything else, but <laughs> just said that he like he asked, are you still doing that? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You knew it for almost two years. Oh, I tune in about once a month, and I was like, okay, cool, thanks.
1: Oh, man, it has almost been two years, hasn't it?
0: Uh, Yeah, March, I think. Man, March or April? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah our, there you go. Our first go with it was uh, a lot of uh, Picard speak, and <laughs> boy, I don't really know if we're going to do that again, but... <laughs>
1: Oh uh, yeah. So it's anyway,
0: not on my to do list, honestly. So to to watch to Picard? It. Yeah, probably. It's taking so long that the majesty's kind of wearing off on me.
1: Oh, yeah, sure, I get it. Um, it is taking a while. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I guess we you can jump into Book of Boba Fett. Um, Let's jump into it. Yeah. So I watched the first episode and a half, like. a month ago yes it's been been a while it's Uh, been a month because
0: the best i'm sorry to interject but i have to uh Uh, the last time we spoke about book of boba fett was i've talked about it briefly here and there but Mm -hmm. dexter said that he's only seen an episode and a half and you said you were really looking forward to seeing where the story with the sand people go and my eyes were bugged out of my mind because I was already way past the, what yeah. happens to them. And I had to mute my mic laughing because you're just going, I really look forward to seeing where this story with the Sam people goes. I really like this. And I looked like a deer in headlights. Because I've already gotten to where they were slaughtered
1: Yeah, that, that was not my favorite part I was pretty sad about that, to be honest
0: <laughs> It was pretty depressing But it yeah, yeah you, um, uh, I watched it every morning when it came out uh, yeah. I, And uh, you managed to catch up the past I, couple of days on I basically,
1: it And I binged it yesterday
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> So I got it all in in one day Um, Well, all but one and a half episodes So yeah, no, and it was funny. I, I didn't. I tried not to text you too much like while it was going on, but I, I think I texted you "Wizard uh, Moss Vespa" because <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, that was about it. But uh, oh yeah, and just and the fact that like during like the intense parts, the music, like when it kind of like gets intense, I noticed they say "boba," which I just thought was.
0: Funny. Oh, I guess I never noticed that ever. When yeah. you said that, I thought you were talking about the theme song.
1: Well, yeah, the, so the very, very end, yeah, they say Boba Fett. And yeah, yellow, they chant. Like, theatrical. It's
0: theatrical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, that is one thing I absolutely loved about this show is the theme song, is Boba Fett's theme song for it. It's
1: a it. very good theme song. It's, it's
0: amazing. It, it's it
1: is. Orion does, too.
0: Yeah, same guy. Same uh, mm-hmm. Ludwig uh, Goransson, who's done a lot of movies, actually.
1: Okay. And...
0: Uh, he's been doing the music themes for uh, uh, this and Mandalorian. Prop. I would probably imagine he's probably doing the Obi-Wan and uh, mm-hmm. but a wonderful, wonderful music. And the ending song to every episode was amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then the final episode, it transitioned to the music was the same song, but they had it chanting Boba Fett. And I loved
1: yeah. it. Well, but like, it, uh, just like during the episode too, uh, it, it would just have like this deep. It, it almost sounded like they somehow figured out how to make it, like say boba using like n- instruments or something. Mm-hmm. Like it almost sounded like a bass drum because I bar- I almost didn't catch it. But like it, 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 the like the fr- like musical phrase, just kicks off with boba, and mm-hmm. it was it, it was nice. I guess I, I just thought it was kind of funny um but i mean yeah i don't know i liked it i guess it it kind of highlighted a few things like my only issue (laughs) like did you really jump into talking about it Mm -hmm. um is it like a lot of this felt very like disney tv special to me at times like just bringing in like every character at different times when it just like doesn't make sense to me to have every single character who's ever been on the show like in this in like one scene at the end um like because what so
0: how so what do you mean I, well, like, i'm not catching on what you're going with
1: i guess like just you know to have like that feel good ending scene like where everyone's high-fiving each other but and it's just like they bring in like and maybe my problem is just the, the mechanic lady from mandalorian
0: she's so, not in that scene though
1: Yes, yeah, she is. She's like because she's. Oh, you're totally... talking about
0: when everyone's high fiving and stuff. The ending where that's all of them in the very end because those are all just those are all those are Boba's people.
1: Yeah, like, no, but she's there with Grogu because she yeah, brought she Grogu is. to meet well, to meet meet back up with Din Djarin. Yeah, and, and I don't know. It kind of made sense.
0: Oh yeah, she's on Tatooine. She's yeah, on she... Mus' Isley and
1: yeah, yeah. yeah um,
0: Obviously, they—that's the closest. Like they knew, they obviously knew the Mandalorian. They were tracking him mm-hmm. or something. They knew he went to. They knew he went to Tatooine,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: so I don't know. I think it made sense to bring Amy Sedaris in, in, into it because it she she's a connection. Um, but I think
1: I think just I. I I guess the thing too is like, I don't know how I feel about bringing like all of the Mandalorian into this too. Like it made sense to have him there and to be helping. Yeah. But I think just bringing in plot lines with Grogu and stuff and like having, I mean, I, and I was fine with that whole episode, I guess about him um, just to kind of catch us up with what he's doing, but like kind of bringing in the plot line of Grogu and stuff. Like, I, I don't know. I just felt like that should have been more in the Mandalorian show and not uh, in the book of Boba Fett show um but then like also i guess the other problem i had was just like the the biker gang was just a little too like just everything about them was just a little too like uh, you know after school special to me
0: i mean this is a universe where in one movie there is a 50s diner
1: wait which movie
0: Episode Two: Attack the Clothes. Oh
1: yeah, Dexter. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're their greaser gang.
1: Yeah, I, I forgot. I, You're right. I okay. mean, they
0: they do kind of fit. That's I people cannon. are very negatively critical with the biker gang.
1: I don't have well, problems with them. My, I think my, they look fine. No, they looked fine. It, like it was fine. I think just my problem with them is like they just felt really wholesome, and then uh, also the, the they're just not like they're. Sorry, their uh, moped things are cool looking, I guess, but they weren't very cool looking to ride because they had to like sit up straight, you know, and they just kind of look nerdy riding them. And then that car chase scene where they're chasing um, the mayor's uh, assistant, like that was just the slowest car chase scene I've ever seen.
0: It is a crowded area. Uh, if you if you go back and look at the other movies, all vehicles that ride around in Moss Isley, Moss Espa, yeah. They're all going like super slow, right? Like, like they're, it's, it's crowded and stuff like that. So, and I mean, if you, if you, I'm I'm not trying to defend the show. I'm really not. But yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: If you look at people. In crowded locations with scooters or bikes or something, they are all going incredibly slow. Yeah, but like to I a guess, point where there's no point in riding them. But I mean, people
1: still right. Ride. I guess that's my point. But then, like you know, you think of movies like uh, The Italian Job, where they're like doing car chase scenes in tiny cars and you know through marketplaces, and with they're no moving people in them, and they're moving. Uh, no, they're going with,
0: n- with no people in them. There's all no right, well, there, there's no people in those quote-unquote largely crowded locations sure that's sure, the sure, thing I
1: guess. So, yeah that's uh, the thing yeah but it just i, I feel like they could have done that, a better job of making that i guess feel more intense granted they were chasing after like the dorkiest person in the world so like
0: <laughs> so <it's not laughs> major like, domo
1: <laughs> it's not like he was gonna get out and like fight like or you know do any ninja moves or anything like it was a pretty weak chase i guess just to start with
0: it, it, it's slow it's super is slow to a point where i notice i mean it's and again i mean the way i look at stuff is i'm not gonna let something like that ruin my enjoyment of anything no officially. no, no. It's, that's it's a five minute chase in, in an eight hour show and
1: it's literally and, my uh, only complaint really i mean so what what i've just brought up were my only complaints like just things about it felt a little wholesome at times it, which just seems weird for boba fett um but but i guess the more i thought about that too the more it makes sense because he's trying to you know he's trying to get out of the game of being uh, a a mercenary and he's trying to lead with respect and so he's showing these kids respect because i mean which makes sense because he wants to bring them up in his way and have them help him out as opposed to them becoming a gang that he has to fight later so it, it completely makes sense the more i think about it um it just felt awkward to me at first other than that, though, no, uh, everything about the show was, was great. I think it was a little slow going at times in general. Um, a couple episodes were slow, but it was good. I liked it. Uh, the only thing that like
0: uh, um, the only thing that like I thought was a little wonky. Well, the one thing that threw me off about that whole chase scene is mm-hmm. that, was, that was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy's done chase scenes and other stuff before. This is very awkward. But again, I I stand (laughs) by things I've mentioned with it being like it's crowded locations and stuff. And and they
1: were legitimately crowded. Yes.
0: Yeah. And unfortunately, with like movies and stuff, when they do those things in those places, people just disappear. Like the the chase scenes happen in like crowded locations with no people. But uh, the only criticism that I kind of gave the show was um there were quite a few times where scenes just looked flat
1: yeah yeah i get that
0: it's like they weren't really utilizing the space of scenes and they weren't being very theatrical but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um uh, other than that like i i a technical standpoint sometimes it looked a bit flat and yeah. um but i absolutely loved this show uh I don't agree with people that think that this is not a good portrayal of Boba Fett.
1: Uh, I think it's a fine portrayal of him. I I liked what they did with it.
0: I don't have problems with focusing on the Mandalorian for a couple episodes. Uh, yeah. Or, or I, Because the thing is, both um, Din and Grogu are important to the plot. Mm-hmm. Even Grogu is. Grogu stopped the Rancor. Yeah. If Grogu was just there for cutesy stuff. Yes, I would have problems, but he actually becomes involved with the story. Yeah. And, and,
1: and it was important to show how he got to that point, really. Otherwise, it would have made no sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, even then, like his his involvement, he he does have a plot element in it. And so I, I mm-hmm. always am like, well, he's not just there as a background character. He's not <laughs> if he if he didn't do anything. Yes, I could understand that. Mm. uh and just like and he has a role in it and mm. uh he brought freetown into the mix
1: freetown
0: <laughs> yeah he brought that's
1: a dumb name for <laughs> i don't
0: know i don't mind it it's 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 freetown you know sure. it's an it's a very much it's a city that's independent from everyone else like people yeah and it, it's very westerny it's, it is
1: I, that town really confuses me though because it's a it looks like it's just a cluster of like six buildings kind of but then like
0: i guess it's more a territory
1: well yeah like i'm assuming that it's it's like a town of mostly like farmers and so like no one's actually no one lives in town they like live out and so they have to come in
0: i I think so i think that's what it is really i think it's a lot of farms
1: and there's just like a saloon and some like utility buildings (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm but and that makes sense i mean because i mean we live in iowa and i mean you basically grew up in a town that was basically that yeah i grew up in a
0: town that was four blocks
1: it's a town it's a
0: town of like 60 to 80 people and that's it and yeah uh, i mean there's nothing there
1: yeah and it's mostly like farms around there i mean you even had to come into a different town for school so yeah yeah, i mean and so that's basically what this what freetown is which i was actually really i was glad to see them again or the the marshal again he was cool i like that guy
0: Yeah. So uh, but, yeah, this show is it's it's about it's picking up after the Mandalorian where Boba Mm -hmm. Fett left off. He killed uh, the daimyo of Tatooine, which was Bib Fortuna, who took over Jabba the Hutt's uh, crime syndicate. Mm -hmm. And Boba kills him, takes it over, and he becomes the crime lord of Mos Espa. Mm-hmm. And it kind of they kind of go back and forth with the dialogue where it says that he kind of controls Tatooine and. Uh, well,
1: Mos Aspa is like the ba- the biggest city right
0: on. It, there's only like three of them on the planet, too. That's yes. the weird thing. I don't know how big Ma- I don't know how big Tatooine is. Because yeah, they do well, show a there's... map of it in Mandalorian season two where there's like only three cities.
1: Yeah. So Ma- I don't know Isley, if this is Mas a small planet.
0: Yeah. I What's have no the clue. Third one? Uh I believe it might be Mos Plugo or um freetown. Okay. I think those are the only I, this is I have no clue how big Mos island <laughs> is. This planet could be like the size of pluto. I have no idea.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh but yeah, it's uh so he's he's the guy in charge of everything. He's the crime mm. lord, but he's also trying to but it, I it, you learn throughout the show and by the end that boba's goal is to protect the people and people say well he's not he's not cool he's not he's not ruthless and stuff and my reaction is after watching the show as a whole is like this guy had a near death experience like he got eaten by a giant monster and he managed to get out
1: yeah like, like that's going to change your life
0: <laughs> it changed him completely and he was captured and enslaved by Tuscan Raiders, only to become one of them. Yeah. And figure out and the and become a have end up end up with a family and then they were slaughtered. And it made him realize bounty hunting is is too da- it's not too dangerous. It's um
1: well he it, didn't his he didn't want to put his life in the hands of idiots who could get him killed, is what he kept saying.
0: Yeah. And so he goes on a venture to become to take care of people. You know, yeah, know that you know the these crime syndicate groups are called families and it kind of feels like the G- boba's real goal is to have a family
1: yeah well and like at one point with um oh what's her face? the his the lady that helps him fennec uh, yeah with, with fennec he he or it might have actually been with the the wookiee but <laughs> instead of offering like i think she asked like what are you offering me and oh no 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 it was when it was when he was hiring um Maybe it was when he was hiring the Wookiee, but he he offered, like – no, no, it was Fennec. Sorry. He um, offers her
0: loyalty above yeah. anything else. Yeah. it's just
1: like, yeah, I offer you what nobody else can give you, loyalty. Like, I will fight for you if I see that you need me to fight for you. Yeah, and, he would
0: give his – life. he says he'd put his life in for, uh, for hers. Yeah. And, yeah, and uh, it, it convinces her – I'm not going to lie, I was – I was I was was not hoping for it but boy I was like going I really hope she doesn't betray him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know that I expected that honestly just because I was not
0: expecting it but I was also hoping it wouldn't happen. Yeah.
1: And that was, it didn't. Yeah. I think but, the interesting thing about her too though is uh when so it shows the flashback to when he saves her life mm-hmm. um and then basically to repay him all she had to do was help him get his ship back yep and so i assumed that this that the whole time like in mandalorian um that she was in some sort of life debt with him she said um, she's in his
0: service yeah she,
1: yeah and so i assumed that that meant life debt um but uh, then this turn you know it turns out like she helped him get his ship back, and then they're flying. And he's like, well, so where do you want me to drop you off? And she just said, I'll stay along for the ride. Yep. Um, and so that it, it's interesting. It, it was nice to see that she's there of her own free will, I guess, and just that she is, like, a true friend to Boba Fett and not a servant. Right. I, I think I liked that aspect of her – like, giving that aspect to her character.
0: She's a good character. She she, can't, she was, like, a one-note thing in the first season of uh, Mandalorian, and then she – Grew into a very bigger role in season two, mm-hmm. and she appeared in a couple episodes of The Bad Batch. Oh, interesting. Like, yeah, yeah, she showed up as like a probably and, in a uh, mid-teenager bounty hunter, oh, okay. new, a fresh bounty hunter. Um, thanks sense, yeah. In the in the Bad Batch for a couple episodes, and then <laughs> in this, yeah, she is she is Boba Fett's partner essentially in yeah.
1: this, and. and she, uh, they really made her into a really cool bounty hunter. Like she has a lot of nice, like like her rifle is, like, cause she has a bunch of like toys in, in the, in the, yes, hilt, she's got in two, the hilt.
0: Yeah. She's got a smaller carbine rifle and then she has her sniper rifle. Yeah. That she wields and, um and
1: she keeps like popping out like knives, like throwing yep. knives b- built into it. And she has her little droid built into it. All right. All right so, up. so yeah, like, um, do we want to like, walk through the plot at all or just say well we've been um, kind of bouncing
0: around yeah well like the plot is, is boba becomes the crime lord of tatooine and uh the pike syndicate moves in and takes over so the whole show is about boba preparing and goes to war with a rival syndicate and it's a um it's a syndicate that deals with spice which is a drug Boba doesn't uh, want that in his... uh, He doesn't want it on Tatooine. He wants to... Like, this is a planet that was occupied by the Empire. It's Mm -hmm. had nothing but crime lords running it and everything. And while Boba is a crime lord, he is more or less...
1: (laughs) Evolving more
0: into a protector. Like a king.
1: Yeah.
0: And he he wants to keep the people safe, and he wants to keep the people free. And he wants to protect them. Mm -hmm. Like, he wants... Mm -hmm. He's off... It kind of makes it feel like he's offering a legitimate protection service yeah for the people he sees them as his own and the show flashbacks to him getting out of the sarlacc what happened to him up Mm -hmm. to now and leads up to the eventual war that he wages with the pike syndicate Mm -hmm. and that's kind of it with a large introduction of characters we get uh we get uh, Job of the Hut's relatives, two twin cousins, mm-hmm. uh, that claim his territory and leave. Uh, we get Black Crescentin, which was jaw dropping for me when I first saw him. Uh, Black Crescentin was brought was introduced in the comics uh, about mm-hmm. seven eight years ago mm-hmm. as a bounty hunter that Boba worked with and. We have Boba recruiting a biker gang as his enforcers that we've talked about. Well, eventually,
1: a even, Vespa he, gang.
0: Well, they're they're speed bikers. They're mods. Yeah. They're cyborgs. Yeah. And yeah. they uh, eventually he recruits Din and the Mandalorian, to help him out in mm-hmm. this coming war.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: all while while cutting back to what happened to Boba, being captured by Tuscans, being adopted by them, him learning where his place is, trying to separate himself kind of from the legacy of his father. He loved his father, Jango Fett, Mm. in episode two, Mm -hmm. but he is also trying to be something more.
1: Yeah, that is interesting. I don't know that I really caught on to, like, I guess his journey or his, like, coming of age aspect i guess to that story um where like he he was kind of like came back
0: to... especially when cad bane showed up
1: yeah and i think i don't know i don't know that i because uh, i don't know who cad bane is i i i, rec- oh, I recognize shame. him as being from uh what clone wars or
0: he's from clone wars and he's from the mm-hmm. bad batch
1: okay he's a bounty um, hunter
0: who yeah. uh He showed up. He did a bunch of jobs for the separatists and Darth Sidious and things. He's Mm -hmm. he is a ruthless, ruthless bounty hunter based Mm -hmm. off of Angel Eyes from the Clint Eastwood Western spaghetti Westerns,
1: which he looks just like.
0: Yeah, he's great. He's a great character voiced by Corey Burton. Mm -hmm. And I was freaking out pretty bad when he showed up because I've watched Clone Wars. I've watched Mm Bad Batch. I. I. I am baffled when people like you or others are like, I don't know who that guy is. And it's like, well, I recognize him
1: like I knew he existed. And like, as soon as I saw him, like I knew who he was. I just I don't know what that means, though, Um, because I've I've seen pictures of him and he looks cool.
0: Um, He was one of Boba's adoptive mentors Uh, there. They didn't have any episodes in Clone Wars. They were supposed to there was actually going to be in the final season of clone wars that was storyboarded and rough animated
1: mm-hmm.
0: and voice acted for the primarily, there was going to be a four episode, uh, story detailing Boba teaming up with Cad Bane and Cad Bane training him because mm-hmm. Cad knew Django mm-hmm. and out of respect of Django, he takes Boba under his wing.
1: Okay.
0: And in the episode, and then the episodes I should say because they they've revealed the story and they've revealed rough animations and hmm. it's cad teaching Boba how to how to become a full-fledged bounty hunter and Boba mm-hmm. getting his Mandalorian armor.
1: Oh, and
0: interesting. yes, and it ends with a shootout between mm-hmm. him and cad a, a um, mm-hmm. an old Western standoff mm-hmm. and they both fire at the same time. Cad is killed and. Mm-hmm. Boba is shot in the head where, and that's where his dent came from. Okay. And it ends because CAD wants to slaughter all these innocent people and mm. Boba doesn't want to kill innocent people. Right. Sounds kind of like the Boba Fett from this show. And, yeah.
1: uh, <laughs> Ironically. But,
0: but according to fans, Boba's nothing like that. Uh, yeah. And, um, so there was history there and this episode never came out, but there's been videos of it. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen them. Okay. So it was really kind of cool that they brought those unused ideas into this.
1: Yeah. Cause there's clearly some like what you just said makes a lot of sense. Like for the scene that happened in the show. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's cool. Um, yeah. And, and that makes a lot of sense then like just, yeah, having, especially then the way that he ends up, fighting and defeating Cad Bane because he he he's not able to defeat Cad Bane using the typical tools and so it's not until he's on the ground Cad he is out to kill him basically and he uses the the gaffy stick
0: Yep, he uses his gaffy stick to uh do it and mm. uh quote unquote kills Bane. We don't know if Bane's actually killed. I
1: I don't think he is. And yeah i don't know do they ever show him actually killed like dead he's lying
0: there but his li- he's got a he's got some stuff on his chest that is blinking so yeah
1: well, i don't he's, know he's clearly a modified being because he's got like those tubes going into his neck and that box oh on his back. The, the,
0: that's 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 not like mods that's oh. uh that's just i don't know what that is but he's been in other episodes where he doesn't wear that So I don't really know what that thing is Um, that's on him, but it's not like attached to his body or
1: anything like that. I guess, like I've seen him without them. I guess so. I guess I was making the assumption that based on when he died or with his fight in the past with Boba, that he like well that never happened. That's a good point. I guess that never
0: happened. No, no. Bane was introduced with the same costume that he wears in this, but Mm -hmm. in later episodes. He's in prison and stuff. He doesn't mm. wear those and things. So I don't mm. really know what the tubes okay. on his cheeks are. Interesting. Um, yeah, I have no clue. It's just I don't know if it's that's part of what a he respirator wear. he can wear or something like that. Yeah, but, yeah, it's not like a cybernetic enhancement that's surgically uh, placed on his face or anything. It's just part of his outfit.
1: Yeah. But, oh, sp- speaking of, I don't know, maybe we can get to that later. But the, with the, the mods, I guess, mm-hmm. with the gang, I never felt like their mods did anything. like they never the guy with the eye never like he used it like once i think but you you know you'd expect him to be able to like sharp be a sharpshooter or something because he has like a good you know he can see far or something but like his eye never does anything really and i I think the lady with the robotic arm she kind of like punched somebody and they like went flying and that was like it and then i couldn't figure out what the other guys' mods were
0: i don't know they're not the focus
1: so right, I like it. Really... Just I, I guess I was just expecting more from their mods.
0: It's not their show.
1: Sure, I get that.
0: Yeah, they're just they're a biker gang. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's for them. It's it's modifications, but it's also kind of like tattoos.
1: Yeah, and that is kind of how it was portrayed. Them. Like because the mod uh, studio just it looked and felt like a tattoo parlor. Or I guess a mod parlor. It did. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And they really i don't i don't know who the the modder was the, the um guy,
1: the big he one was. he's a musician i don't
0: know him he's a musician or something but yeah,
1: I he he know won him. yeah i looked i looked into him i have no idea who he is um his name's
0: thundercat and i was like okay yeah i, <laughs> I
1: kind of think he's r&b which is just not either of our musical preference <laughs>
0: Uh, you don't know what I'm into
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well I mean okay <laughs> uh, Fair enough uh,
0: Yeah um, I uh, I don't know I Yeah so yeah And I don't know It, it was pretty great to uh, Get I mean m- m- The breakout character for me Who's a side character I should say for me Was mm. really black crescent And yeah he's just this terrible evil evil ass um the chewbacca <laughs> and he
1: was he was a pretty badass character although there was the every time he
0: disappeared i thought he was done with the show and i'd get sad and then he would show back up yeah i was happy
1: there they did kind of do one of those things though where like he you know there's the scene where he you know he so he disappears you assume he's dead because he was surrounded And just getting attacked by, like, 20 guys. And so it's like, yeah, he's dead, okay. And then they, you know, they move to the next scene. And then he shows up, like, coming around the corner, like, limping, just barely making it. And then they have to come out like from behind their the car that they were parked or that they were like holding up behind to get him and carry him back. Yeah. He, like he sits down and they're like, hey, man, you're done. It's fine. We'll get you into the back to tank later. And then, you know, then they have to move because those giant, the giant robots show up, the droids, I guess. Um, And then all of a sudden he just gets up and starts running. <laughs> it's just, yeah. like you were half dead a moment ago. Wookiees. Now- yeah, I mean, and, and granted, there was a point then when he was shooting at the droids and he was like having a hard time like lifting his rifle, it seemed like, and then the the biker gang kind of had to help him, but he was like all out sprinting right before yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> Wookies. Yeah, Wookies. Uh, <laughs> they have the best adrenaline rushes ever.
0: I think they probably do. They can rip arms off, yeah. and uh, which he does. He does. Uh, I I was really kind of I. <laughs> i guess i don't we're going all the place but man we are uh, i can't sorry, tell you, like we're talking about side characters and stuff like that yeah really loved uh garza Whip, uh the head of the uh the, the club the club yeah. jennifer beals who i've she seen in other things character, yeah i really I, like her a lot and i just can't get over the fact that that woman is 60 years old holy crap she is She's sixty. She's been in. She's been in. She's been in the business for forty years.
1: Wow. I was gonna guess she was probably in her forties, but oh, I wow. did
0: too. I. She looks amazing. She. she for, yeah. <laughs> a movie that I know her mainly from is uh, Book of Eli. Oh, uh, she's she in pl- that. She plays. She plays Mila Kunis's blind mother.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: And I, I really like her a lot, and she just yeah. doesn't age. She's a beautiful woman, and. Mm-hmm. When I saw she was in this, I was really happy to hear that, and I'm just like, God, she is. That
1: was a she's, cool character too, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the same with Minka Naven. She's 60 as well. Yeah, <laughs> and she looks wonderful, mm-hmm. and uh, it's baffling. But I, I loved her. I liked her, her uh, cantina, and good mm-hmm. lord, another survivor of Jabba's sail barge revealed. Max Rebo survived the explosion in Return of the Jedi. The little fat blue alien that played the piano.
1: Oh, yeah. That was, the, that was the same alien?
0: Yeah, that's Max Rebo. Yeah, that's oh, the character. That's he got funny. away, too. That's funny. <laughs> I don't think anyone else in the band did, but... Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, uh, uh, speaking of, like, uh, characters from the the movies, um, the protocol droid that they end up using was the... Dr- I, uh, is. Uh, credited, like in the credits, it's the robot that was torturing the other robot.
0: Yeah. Yep. Eighty-eight. The he he's uh he's in Return of the Jedi and the droid uh I don't know torturing it's the other in droid. the torture room. Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's uh branding the feet torturing a gonk droid mm-hmm. and well they couldn't use E V ninety nine because he's the one that was like in that scene talking mm. he's he runs the cantina in moss eisley he's in season oh, one okay. of, he's in season one of mandalorian but funny, 80, i didn't realize that 88 shows up and yeah. it's kind of wonderful
1: i like that that, that droid was really really great the actor from it he's in the uh, what we do in the shadows tv show he's also in um the it crowd is the the CEO in the later seasons. Um, Mm -hmm. he, he's, I don't know. He's not like an actor that I really enjoy. He's kind of a goof, but I don't know. The droid 8B8 was just great. Like I like the, the one where the scene where they, when, um, Boba gets the, uh, the rain core. (laughs) He just, out of the corner pardon me master he's literally like at a 45 degree angle it's like pardon me
0: (laughs) i love (laughs) that scene pardon me master boba fett i'm playing with my puppy
1: yeah or the, I mean, actually, I think it's the first scene that he's in where they're using him as a protocol droid. They
0: are. It's hilarious. And I couldn't get over it. I'm like, holy crap! They brought back eighty eight the torture droid. I had that toy as a kid, so yeah. I know him. I know him well, super well.
1: <laughs> I, I just like the scene though, like the first one that he's in where he's like kind of he's threatening to math. torture the Gamorreans. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's he, talking about torturing the Gamorian guards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, but he's like, uh, I think he's like, pardon me, Master. He's like, because he's like apologizing for, because he doesn't want to say certain things to Boba because he's afraid that Boba's going to like hurt him. <laughs> uh or, or no no yeah, he's just like and or no no Bob was just like no don't like or I don't care if you tell me that these people don't like me. He's just like, oh, I was afraid it was going to bruise you. Oh ego.
0: yeah, that was the uh second or third episode when uh the guy Milton comes Milton from the office shows up as a water tycoon.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He's like people don't like you, and he's like, You do not insult Lord Fett like that.
1: Oh yeah I forgot
0: that he was there Yep Uh, uh,
1: But no that was a good robot That was a good droid
0: Yeah they brought in um, Gosh I'm going through the casting Stuff like that so I'm having And it's a little messy but Yeah um, Gosh where Where is he Uh, Yeah the guy who plays uh, Milton from The Office Shows up as yeah, he's just the
1: water. He or he's the water. Um, he's a
0: water tycoon. <laughs> he's a water vaporite. Uh, well,
1: he's like a middle <laughs> manager. Like he he buys the water and sells it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a scumbag, and um, he shows up. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, I liked I liked the use. Oh, of Danny drugs. Trejo.
1: Tre- Danny yeah. Trejo, who the raincore trainer one person
0: who unfortunately pulls me out of anything i see him in
1: yeah right well and he was obviously just in it because he's friend i'm assuming he's friends with um
0: he's friends with robert rodriguez robert rodriguez puts him in everything and it was a robert rodriguez directed episode and i respect his portrayal he is a rancor handler I, i mean
1: he looks like a rancor handler sure it's
0: also emulating Danny Trejo's personal life because Danny Trejo is a Pitbull rescuer. Um, oh, that's nice to hear. That's why <laughs> he's all a, He's his, a
1: nice guy, yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's why a lot of his dialogue about Rancor is very Pitbull pro-like, where he's talking about how mm. they are sensitive animals. They are mm-hmm. not... And Boba even says, I thought they were bred for fighting. And he's yeah. like, he's like, that's what they're bred for, but there's more to them than that.
1: Oh, that's interesting. And, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's very much Danny Trejo in Star Wars.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, which takes you out a little even more. It, that's it's the too thing. Bad. Is, yeah, Danny Trejo is
0: kind of all over anymore. And so anytime he shows up, I do get pulled out a little bit, I mainly because he's so recognizable anymore.
1: Yeah. I, I I did like, though, that they gave the Rancors more personality. And, like, I liked that, that I aspect can't, of it.
0: I... I have a very hard time seeing them anything else than giant monsters that eat people. So sure. it's really hard to see them as sensitive creatures that can be trained, even though there was a trainer in Return of the Jedi that cried mm-hmm. when Luke killed one. Yeah, um, It's still this giant monster. And so right. it's very difficult to adapt to see these things that can be trained because they look like they're the size of. They're the size of buildings! Yeah, they're the
1: size of like a... Yeah, they're huge.
0: Yeah, they're the size of like a one-story, a two-story like building. They, they, mm-hmm. they could grab you and eat you. They could rip you apart. It's really hard to see these things that can... These are things that can be
1: trained. But, yeah, I mean... I they mean, can be. And the thing, too, like, that's the way the gorillas were originally portrayed. Like, people assumed that gorillas were just these crazy monsters, and now you have, you know, we have Coco the gorilla that was... Incredibly sweet and tender, and,
0: and then you have Harambe, who was gunned down in cold blood.
1: Exactly. So,
0: <clears throat> or Amy,
1: Amy, Amy want rain. Amy want raindrop. Is that from Congo? Yes. Okay. That's from Congo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Speaking of movie, gorillas or monsters, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, I I loved it. I absolutely loved it when it when the Rancor showed up, and I couldn't stop smiling when Boba says he wants to ride it, and yeah. says oh, that
1: was hilarious,
0: and says I've ridden Beast much bigger than it, which is yeah. a nice callback to Boba's first appearance in the holiday special oh, where he's yeah. riding a dinosaur.
1: Right, that was just silly. <laughs> I forgot. About yeah. That. The funny thing. And too then is,
0: boom, I, I saw that and I said he's riding that son of a bitch in the final episode. He's riding funny. that thing in a battle.
1: It's funny, too, because I completely forgot about that. And so when he showed up with it, I was like, oh, yeah,
0: I wish we would have learned its name, though. It's not oh, dead, yeah. but he said he's like, we got to find a name for you. Yeah. And I mean, because they're, they're puppies, like, that's how they're yeah. being portrayed. They're portrayed as dogs and it's cute. Yeah. And that's but different. they're they're They look like giant testicles with teeth they're
1: terrifying looking uh, they are just like hideous beasts
0: yes and uh <laughs> so it's it's interesting but um i such cool and the sea boba riding that was so awesome yeah. i mean but yeah uh so many good characters showing up and we can't go yeah. without talking about dinjarin's return
1: yeah, which this was, uh they had well, I, like an episode and a half, maybe I mean really two. He episodes had almost dedicated. two episodes. Yeah. He had
0: almost two episodes uh like centered around him which people are critical of, but people also say mm. this is the people say the two be, uh like his reappear his return which is titled The Return of the Mandalorian mm-hmm. regarded as the best episode of The Mandalorian in the worst episode of Book of Boba Fett.
1: Yeah, it, like I don't know. Like I, I, don't know if it was necessary, but at the same time, I think time, it was.
0: If you're bringing him back, you did need to show him where he's been because something, because things have happened to him. You sure. can't just, you really can't just have him land in a Naboo starfighter on Tatooine.
1: Well, they with could've. the dark
0: saber still in his hand.
1: They could have, and then, and then basically just made that episode the first episode of of season three of Mandalorian. But it would have been confusing, and so it, it was nice to not be confused. I, I won't the, agree that.
0: The thing is, is that this show is the thing. The argument that I've had with people about this is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: for all technical purposes, this was season three of the Mandalorian. Oh, for this sure. This is a show starring oh, okay. someone in Mandalorian armor. Mm-hmm. The original rumors were that the episodes were going to follow. The chapter continuation of the Mandalorian. So the mm-hmm. first episode was not going to be called Chapter One. Uh, chapter One: Stranger in a Strange Land. It was going to be called Chapter Seventeen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And but this this is a continuation of the ma- of where of the Mandalorian.
1: Yeah, very it much. It gets is.
0: into the continuation. This is not unlike what Disney is doing with the MCU and has done with the MCU for 14 years. This is mm, – or I should say point. 10 years. Yeah. No, 13 years because they, they bought Marvel in 2009. Sure. Um, they are yeah, that's, that's building a, a big universe. They're mm-hmm. building something. And so – and the other argument that I have with people who say this is a show about Boba Fett and he's not even in an episode – I've seen plenty of T V shows where the main character, the titular character,
1: yeah.
0: is absent for an episode
1: here. There's a there. lot there's a there's frequently Doctor Who episodes like that. There's episodes everywhere like Doctor that. War, Star Trek's done that too. Star it's Trek's not not done it a million times. Yeah, that's not uncommon at all. It's not.
0: Granted, this is only seven episodes, so but yeah. even so, it's still a lot of content that we're getting.
1: And, it was still focused on Boba,
0: really. Yes. And it, i think it was a decent step away for an episode, two episodes to uh, because I mean what what were we gonna do? Boba's been planning. What did he do in those episodes? Finished training his Rancor. Um That's a good point. <laughs> finished healing. Um but Yeah, uh, there
1: there was a definite jump in time because like all of a sudden, you know, he had a he he, he still had a lot of scars and then all of a sudden he's just pristine.
0: Yes, which, yeah. Uh, But, you know, it was good to catch up with Din. I was not expecting him to be on his own again. I was not expecting him to go back to bounty hunting with where season two left off with him and the other Mm -hmm. Mandalorians captured um, Moff Gideon. Mm -hmm. And he was side by side with Cara Dune and Bo-Katan. Yeah. I was not expecting him to be on his own. And what yeah. does this episode do? He is collecting a bounty because he, he's looking for info for his creed, mm. and he reunites with his creed again, and
1: and it's just the lady and one other guy. Paz
0: Vizla, and yeah. he is it's ex- and he is expelled because they learn that he's taken his helmet off.
1: Yeah, which. So, which is He'll, interesting. A lot of point of
0: views regarding the Mandalorian people are getting thrown. In season yeah. two, we learned that the people who raised him were kind of religious zealots. Mm-hmm. And in this season, we got their point of view, which is Bo Katan. Betrayed essentially their people With losing their way and cause the Downfall mm-hmm. of their people so It's It's a lot of point of views that are getting Shoved in this poor kid Who well, got raised by These
1: people yeah it's it's interesting Too because like the lady uh, Said that like The only people to survive who Survived the attack on, Mando, uh, on Mandalore were the ones Who adhered to the creed uh, yes, and they were
0: exiled to Con- uh, Concordia, which is in the Clone Wars cartoon.
1: Okay, but it's just funny to me that she's saying that, and as she's saying it, there's only three of them left?
0: Well, three <laughs> of them that have been found. Oh, sure. That's a good point. But, yes, no, that is, uh, that's a thing where, you know, I think it's a great line, she says, which is, the Empire lasted all but 30 years, but yet we Mandalorians have survived for 10,000. Yeah. And... But no, there are a lot of Mandalorians Mm still out there. They just haven't found them. But the 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 group that Din Djarin was adopted by was called Death Watch.
1: Mm.
0: And these this is in the Clone Wars series where Death Watch was a Mandalorian group that believed thoroughly in the old ways. Yeah. And when Bo-Katan's sister assumed control of Mandalore. She exiled all of them to Concordia.
1: Mm, okay. The moon. Or
0: Con- yeah. Uh, yeah. Or Concord Dawn. I think that's from the comics, but Concordia. Mm. Yes. And so death watch returns in the clone wars and t- sides with count Dooku and everything. And oh. later on they, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. There's episodes and episodes of Mandalorians and stuff taking place on Mandalore all well, that's over.
1: Just, that's interesting that the, the death watch sided with the villains
0: they well uh, the separatists uh, uh the separatists gave them resources so they could take over Mandalore. It's where the dark saber is introduced. It's introduced yeah, in Clone yeah, Wars. Yeah. And yeah, no. run by um hmm. Pre Vizsla who might be Puzzler's father or some kind of but it is his relative. But uh oh, Death Watch right. is Yeah, Death Watch is all over in Clone Wars and hmm? Darth Maul Became leader of Mandalore in the Clone Wars. Hmm. Yes. He had the Darksaber for years. Like almost like 20 years. He had, he had possession of it and it's, it, it deals with all these things, but yes, uh, in season one of the Mandalorian, the Mandalorians that save him as a child have death Watch's symbol on. And in mm-hmm. season two, they say he is, he was, he was a child of the watch mm-hmm. and the armorer, Her helmet has Darth Maul's horns on it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes. That that makes a lot of sense.
0: Yes. So Din Djarin was adopted by Death Watch and everything, which was a group that very much believed in the old ways of Mandalore.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah.
0: And Bo-Katan was part of Death Watch until she no longer was because she Mm. separated from them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot of different views on... Mandalorian, Mandalore's religion and stuff like that. Right. And so I'm interested to see where this goes. So, yeah, poor mm-hmm. Jarn he got exiled by them. So we don't know what his story is because by the end of Book of Boba Fett, yeah, we talked about Grogu shows back up. Grogu mm-hmm. was kicked out of luke's jedi school because yeah, he chose to be with din Djarin.
1: yeah luke gave him the choice of either keeping danger Djar- uh what armor that din Djarin gifted him or a yep. lightsaber and he picked the armor yeah he picked
0: yeah i'd pick the cute little chain mail too
1: well that's it, it, i feel like that makes grogu a little more interesting in the like at least in the present like i feel like if he became a jedi he would be a cool character a hundred years in the future but for the present where these stories are taking place, this makes him a more interesting character where he has some Jedi power. He doesn't exactly know how to use them, but he is learning that. So now he's on the path to actually being a foundling and becoming a, a tiny Mandalorian, I suppose.
0: <laughs> Wasn't killed by Kylo Ren in the shitty sequel trilogy, we learn.
1: Yeah which is nice. He
0: wasn't at the Jedi school when Kylo Ren gunned everyone down in that fateful school shooting that happened.
1: Good. Hey, you know, maybe that wouldn't have happened if Grogu was there. I don't know
0: about that. <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, so we we got to keep catch up with the Mandalorian. I think it was important too. He was it was nice to see. We learned yeah. about the dark saber. Very it gets
1: heavier if you don't fight with it correctly.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Um oh. It's and so we learn more about Mandalore's religion where, you know, Mm -hmm. where uh, they have curses and I don't know if the curses are real or not.
1: Well, it's it's uh, it's prophecy is what it is. Yeah,
0: could be written after they happen. Who knows?
1: Well, (laughs) it's it's funny too, like just how everything that is the way. They all seem like gotchas. It's just like, well, is there, any way that, is there any way that I can redeem myself? So, yo, yes, you can go take a <laughs> bath in in these mines. And like, well, that's on Mandalore, and they were destroyed. And, yeah, she's just, pla- like, and he's like, this is the way. And he's like, okay, <laughs>
0: Fuck, all right, fine, shit, <laughs> go to this planet that's gonna give me cancer the second I step on it because of all the nukes. But
1: yeah. Whatever. So you it's see, uh, you don't want me here anymore. I get it. I'll leave.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's um. Yeah, I, I was happy to catch up with him, especially since they were hanging out on a halo ring.
1: Yeah, that was kind of interesting. That was really interesting. Um, I did find it. I did find it funny though at the end, or at the like right before that last battle, uh, where Bobo looks at him. And he's just like, "So you really buy into all this Mandalorian philosophy?" And he's like, "Yes, I do. Good." Bantha Yeah. And, well, and he says, "Good," because this is like, "I'm glad to yeah. do," because that means you're gonna fight
0: yeah yeah um i i let's get on to the titular character himself boba <laughs> uh
1: yeah no i i loved boba fett and this like i feel it's like great and i felt like, the, like basically the coming of age story for this incredibly old man
0: uh 41-year-old well, old, man
1: Yeah, so this coming-of-age story for a 41-year-old man It, it was <laughs> played by
0: a 62-year-old
1: man Exactly, he looks good for a 62 It um, looks great,
0: it looks great for I uh, bet, Tim Morrison looks amazing for being for in his 60s Yeah,
1: and it it was good to see, I guess, just especially and I'm still excited about getting to see uh, the Tuscan Raiders And just how he got brought up Or like how he basically won their favor and they taught him how to fight um and i I saw i think maybe one of the funniest lines was when they gifted him that lizard <sighs> and then they put the water in his face and the lizard jumped on him and went up his nose he's like i think it's i think it's in my stomach he was very he was very quick i'm very sorry
0: <laughs> and then when it comes out oh i thought that was part of the, the I, thought, I,
1: thought I thought that, that was, was part, part of the dream yeah, uh,
0: I, I I liked Boba He's such a, a good lot. actor. And Tim Morrison's <laughs> wonderful, and um, he's really great. And they really really channeled his Maori background in yes. this with the Tuskins and everything. It, like it
1: was great.
0: Yeah, and I mean that even goes to the music too, where it's very it's very Maori. It's a mm-hmm, lot of mm-hmm. hot. It's a, uh I, I love the Haka dance. Yes
1: and it, how yeah. they incorporated how that, that in there. Sense.
0: Yes, I could well, I I sent a link of uh, a mm-hmm. welcome home haka at an airport yes, to you guys, I and I could literally watch haka dances and rituals all day. They are you, they you are, are in, emotional.
1: You should get into rugby because uh they're there's I've that watched the scene. all blacks do it. Yeah, a the all lot. blacks.
0: It's uh and that's where a lot of boba's fighting style comes from and that's yeah. tim morrison asking to that's do awesome. that stuff mm-hmm. and the it's, it's a lot of chanting and things and that's that's where the the theme song comes from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it, it, you know i i like that we're getting so much character for someone who, who had not had, none. had <laughs> yeah who didn't have any but yet people think he did and it's like no that stuff yeah. doesn't matter And, you know, we're learning that he and yeah, I mean, if you go back, like even if you can't watch the show as a whole, Mm -hmm. I recommend watching looking them up and watching the Boba Fett episodes of Clone Wars, because Mm -hmm. the Boba Fett as a 12 to 14 year old boy in the Clone Wars Mm -hmm. is this Boba. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: He's not a cold blooded killer. Like he Mm -hmm. does have honor and stuff and he does have hesitation and he doesn't want to hurt innocent people. Yeah. Like I think the first story arc is him Yeah, the first story arc is him infiltrating uh clone cadets visiting a Star Destroyer. Hmm. And it's a whole plot to kill Mace Windu. And oh, then there's another one where he's in jail for that, and then there's another story, I think it's a couple episodes, mm-hmm. or it's one, I don't remember, but it's him with his own bounty hunter gang hmm. doing jobs. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's he's quite the care he's quite the um honorable what? character in That's those.
1: interesting. Having having a gang then that clearly shows that he likes having a group. Like he he's into the family aspect of
0: And there's fa- there are famous bounty hunters in that group. There's Aura Singh is part of it, Bosk <laughs> is in every episode Boba's in. Uh Dengar I was shows
1: up as well. I was really surprised that Bosk and Dengar weren't called it, like that he wouldn't I have was... tried to contact them. <sighs>
0: I was really bummed because that's something I really wanted. I, I was really expecting that. Too. Yeah. I was too. I was expecting Bosk and Dengar to show up in this, mm-hmm. and they didn't. I'm okay with it because they brought Cad Bane into it sure, but and Black crescentin, But I am hoping that someday we might get a revisit of Bosk and Dengar and Forlom mm-hmm. and Zuckus and maybe ig88 there's like 20 of them running around there are
1: okay i was gonna say are there more there's a
0: b c d there's a bunch of them
1: i thought there was only four and then they were all i don't remember now i guess eh, if it's not if
0: it's expanded universe it doesn't count anymore um it never counted (laughs) to begin with to me but
1: well i only know from the uh whatever it's called the um tales of the bounty hunter book a
0: book where boba fett's real name is jaster mariel yeah
1: I don't think I read his story to be honest. His about. story
0: is journeyman. he's a journeyman Jaster Muriel, who was on <laughs> oh, who was ex, he was kicked off who was exiled from his planet. And
1: what a horrible it, name.
0: <laughs> well, they alter they altered it later on when they did when they revealed Bobo was a clone. Yeah. They retconned it. To be a two-part story where Jaster Mereel... Because it, it de- the first part of that story deals with Jaster Mereel going like prison because he killed someone. Uh-huh. And then it cuts to years later as Boba Fett. Oh. And uh they altered it so that Jaster Mereel was a journeyman mm-hmm. from the planet Concord Dodd and, and Mandalore. Mm. And he he did kill someone and he was exiled. He... Joined the Mandalorians and he was Jango Fett's adoptive father.
1: Mm. He's the
0: Mandalorian who found Boba or found Jango.
1: Okay, uh, sure. Okay.
0: Yeah. So they <laughs> because they, well they that's how much they didn't want to f- mess up with people's fiction of it, yeah. and so they they put Jaster Mareel in continuity. Yeah. And the thing is, is that the symbol on Boba's right chest is jaster muriel's symbol it's his house it's house muriel and that's canon like that's actually part of the canon of the of the current disney lore which is the weird little circle with a a line through it is house muriel
1: oh okay yeah i I noticed that in an episode and i was like what is that and then i completely forgot about it already yeah it's
0: house muriel uh because and they've established that Django was a Mandalorian. He was a foundling. And yeah, Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Django's adoptive father was uh, Jaster Maria. And then, you know, obviously the one on his, uh, shoulder is the, uh, mythosaur symbol, which, yeah, kind of waiting for that to come back, considering the armor brought up that, uh, uh the great mythosaur will return. Yeah. Man. I'm waiting for that to come back into play with Boba because the mythosaur is his symbol.
1: Yeah, I thought that was interesting that they brought that up again because it it's like, oh, it's Boba's symbol.
0: However, well, some people have noticed that when she says that
1: mm-hmm.
0: she also says, however, that has all been buried in legends and yeah. legends is what is is what they are now calling the no longer continuity expanded universe.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah.
0: There are two versions of Star Wars. There is canon, and then there is legends.
1: Yeah, uh, and I mean, that's sure. what they're
0: calling it now. And so, yeah, when she brings up the great mythosaur returning and striking <laughs> down twenty warriors and everything, she does stop. She does end it with saying, "However, that is all buried in legends."
1: That's a funny way to say that, basically.
0: Fans have pointed that out, saying that they think that's a nod to the.
1: Yeah, it's obviously a nod.
0: I, d- I didn't take it as that, but then again, I I wasn't the one who figured that out. I just listened to it in a video, True. but yeah, um, mm. yeah, but yeah, Boba, I think he's great. I, mm-hmm. I I I I there's not much to really say, like other than you know you just have to watch it, and I think everything that he did in the show was really great. People said, yeah. oh, he's not ruthless or anything. It's like he does something fairly mm. ruthless in every episode he's in.
1: He's ruthless, yeah. He's like he just ridiculous. doesn't he just doesn't kill people for no reason.
0: Yeah, yeah. Something we never saw him do in his other appearances in the movies. You know, and the, all, the only all thing minutes.
1: I can the only thing I can think of is when Darth Vader says no vaporizations this time and he looks at Boba Fett. Yeah. But like and so I think people always took that to mean that he vaporized um um Luke's aunt and uncle.
0: But Yeah, he never he was or no
1: disintegration or something like that. No
0: disintegrations.
1: He didn't kill Aunt
0: Beru and Uncle
1: Owen. Yeah. But like, I I just feel like that's what people always interpreted from that line. I think he was probably
0: just because he was known for it, not to mention in the first. I mean, in season one of Mandalorian, Mando disintegrates a ton of people with a Mandalorian weapon.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's clearly a Mandalorian way of fighting.
0: I think so. I think it's just a ruthless way of killing people, as you disintegrate them. Like Din Djarin does it a bunch of times to Trandoshans and Jawas. Oh, uh, the Jawas! Yeah,
1: he he disintegrated so many Jawas.
0: Yes, he did. And um, but yeah, I I was really surprised when Boba's relationship with the Empire came up.
1: Yeah, I mean, what that is this? Is there a history there?
0: He worked for
1: him. There's well, yeah, but he worked of... for anybody, I thought.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. It, I, mm. I'm not sure. I mean, Cad Bane did stuff for the Sith and things. but Right, I guess. Which I th- which
1: is what I thought was weird that Cad Bane was, like, bringing that up. I'm kind of... This
0: is my own personal thought and theory.
1: hmm
0: I'm kind of wondering if Boba and some of the bounty hunters that we saw in Empire Strikes Back... Mm-hmm were kind of pariahs to the bounty hunters guild
1: because they would do
0: jobs for the empire. And it's makes me wonder if like Cad Bane and a lot of other bounty hunters wouldn't do stuff like that for the empire Mm, because they did because it was like working for the Nazis. Yeah. I kind of wonder if that may have been what it is or Cad Bane was just, you know, because nobody knew who he was. He was just trying to pour salt in the wound of telling freetown not to side with him because he used to work for the empire but i also kind of can wonder i'm like what if bobo was like a pariah to Mm -hmm. the bounty hunters because he did jobs for them
1: yeah that makes sense i guess but at the same time you know if, if if cad bane's doing jobs for the sith like is that good is that worse
0: i mean the sith were pretty unknown back then sure I don't know. It's a little weird.
1: It's a little it weird. Is, it is. It'd be interesting too. Like, I guess if maybe, is there gonna be a season two of this?
0: They never announced them.
1: Okay. Like, it'd be interesting if they, I guess, like the next season was exploring, like, you know, some empire dealings <laughs> biting them in the ass. I don't know. Hmm, sure.
0: So, uh, I hope this gets a second season though. I really do.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, we get we're, we're getting a third of Mando, so it makes yes.
0: sense. Yeah, uh, I I'm going on a whim and saying that's probably coming out in December.
1: Yeah, are they filming already? Or
0: they are. They've been filming since January.
1: They have. So he's done with The Last of Us. Then I completely forgot he was doing that. I was just like, oh, he's is filming he the Last Joel? Of Us. Yeah, he's Joel. That's a bad cast, but okay yeah i i as soon as they announced it i was just like really
0: everything yeah. about that's a bad cast i was funny you brought that up because i was thinking about that the other day and i didn't care to look it up but i was going who
1: the i'm pretty is sure. playing joel
0: no i believe you're right now i that don't know who
1: else was, he'd be playing like i don't know that, that why sounds you'd from get him. no
0: you're you're right i just couldn't remember but uh
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah i i have nothing against pedro pascal but the character of joel should be great played. actor <laughs> yeah he's a wonderful actor just the list of people to play that character is slim, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think the best person to play that role isn't really an A-list actor anymore and is kind of a joke. But he probably would be the best person to play that role.
1: And Nicholas it's probably... Cage.
0: no, <laughs> No. No, I think it's Dennis Quaid.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Dennis Quaid would be good. Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Old enough to play Joel and everything, because Joel's old. Well, he's in his mid-40s mm. in... Yeah. Yeah, he's like in his mid forties, I think, when uh, Last of Us started. Anyway, not Matt. Last of Us talk. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's much else to say. It's nice to see Timothy Olyphant return as Cobb Van- Cobb though, it was great to see. Uh, uh, it was great to see Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka, and I thought Luke looked pretty good and better than he even did in Mandalorian. And I already thought Luke looked really good in Mandalorian
1: i agree uh sorry i was on mute my dog that's okay my dog was drinking water and i didn't want it to pick up that's all right Uh, um oh yeah you probably just heard her caller uh yeah no i i i thought it was great getting to see luke again i i kind of again felt like they spent a little bit too much time on that but i don't know i wasn't too upset about it and it was nice to see ahsoka um I guess like just in just cuz like all I know of Ahsoka is the Clone Wars movie and then Mandalorian. So it's a, she seems like a really great character. I can see why people like her. It's um, she,
0: it, the Clone Wars is her story and yeah. I can't recommend it enough that yeah. to watch the Clone Wars. It's it's her story and I need uh, to from watch it. In. Yeah. And it was kind of insane to see her standing next to her best friend's son.
1: Yeah, the and, whole time she was talking to Luke, I was like, this is weird. Like, I, very I, I even weird. Then,
0: weird. And then she says flat out, you're so much like your father. It was like, yeah. oh,
1: the tears, the tears.
0: I can't do this.
1: Yeah, and I really I, hope that her show is redeeming for her. Like, she just needs some good things to happen. Ahsoka? Yeah.
0: Well, you kind of need to watch there's plenty of good things that happen to her texture you have to watch
1: this I guess so all, all I know is like <laughs> just the whole thing with her and Anakin like it just depresses me but it
0: gets sad in rebels but yeah soka there's a lot of great stuff that's with okay Ahsoka.
1: well and then I, I guess just like seeing her in Mandalorian like she just seemed like a very like depressed character. she's not a Jedi like, like she's not a jedi right. which I, guess I have so point, many then.
0: I have so many problems with the Jedi nowadays. They're such a piece of shit organization.
1: Well, they always have been. I've never, I guess I've never interpreted them as anything other than that.
0: They're Uh, really shitty. Like, I I still find it so baffling that you can be expelled from the Jedi Order. mm -hmm. And it's like, you're no longer in the Order. Okay, what does that mean? It means you have to leave. Can I still use the Force? Yeah, we don't care. Can I, do you need my lightsabers? Now you can keep those. yeah. Oh, um, all right. <laughs> Bye. They don't give a shit. You're just no longer a Jedi. That's it. They take your title of being a Jedi away, but you get to, you get to do and keep all the shit that you had yeah. as a Jedi. So what yeah. the fuck's the
1: point? Well, it, that's <laughs> interesting really, too. Cause like in, in, really I guess, stupid in legend, I suppose. And like, uh, cause I mean, that's the whole point of, um, what was it? Knights uh, of the Old Republic. Uh, one of them, the first or second one, because um, there, were, your character is a former Jedi, but they they completely wipe his memory and they try to take away his his powers. No,
0: that's a she's a uh, that character's a Sith, and their mind. Well, yeah, fight. yeah, yeah.
1: Well, but I thought he was a Jedi for he.
0: No, like, it's a it's a Sith whose mind it's a Sith whose mind is wiped, and then the whole game is you can either become a, a, Jedi yeah, a Jedi or you can become a Sith again.
1: So I guess that was the point. That was the point of the game. They wiped his memory because they were trying to turn him into a Jedi.
0: No, I think they were just wiping him to forget uh, they existed.
1: Oh, Cause I, I think don't was... think the
0: goal was to wipe him to become a Jedi. It was like that person was
1: that no no Darth no Darth no, yeah, yeah, was. no, cuz then they sent a Jedi to help him and she was supposed to guide him towards the 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 light towards being a Jedi. Cause, um there's like, I, don't, I don't know. It's been a while since i played those games. It doesn't matter. Only 20 <clears throat> years. But it, so it's just interesting that they have the ability apparently to take away power and to wipe your memory, but then like, no, you're you're just not a Jedi anymore. Bye. It just which, you know, maybe those powers aren't canon anymore, I suppose. Yeah, they
0: take they're not. Uh th- uh the, the, I still don't think anything in the expanded universe was canon, unfortunately. I think I think Ooh, they've always yeah. been two separate universes. Which I have just always makes been, it
1: confusing. Like what what can they do? What can't they do? Like what powers are real? I don't
0: know. Uh well they're still trying to figure that out with all the bullshit they made up in with Ray. But sure. there's always been two continuities with Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, mo- yeah. For me. Right. The movies and everything else. They're separate. Yeah. I right. never cared about anything else. I don't think you should have to read all that other bullshit or play all the bullshit to, to enjoy Star Wars in the sense sure. of continuity. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean, and it's kind of harder now because back then it was always called expanded universe. Um yes. now Disney's pretty hardcore on the fact that everything they are producing is in continuity. Yeah. Like they are. It's
1: what they are producing, not what has been produced.
0: Well, yeah, because they don't want a bunch of contradictory shit.
1: Because. And there was already
0: a lot of contradictory shit. But Hmm. anything that is made, the comics, everything, Mm -hmm. it is all continuity with the movies, which is. Oh, I didn't know what
1: the comics were. Oh, is,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Black Crescenton is his background is the background that is in Mandalorian.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's just interesting. I haven't read them all, but like I just know that there's uh, what like there's a bunch of like weird side characters and there's uh, there's like been several runs of Darth Vader stuff. All
0: really good, too.
1: Yeah, that's what you said. Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, so and they, they've been they've slowly been introducing stuff. They reintroduced mm-hmm. Grand Admiral Thrawn. And, uh, I imagine he'll be showing up once, uh, in the Ahsoka show. Oh, yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. Even though I'm pretty sure the Ahsoka show is nothing more but Rebels season five, but that's okay. (laughs) That's okay. Season four of Rebels wasn't very good to me, so, um, (laughs) I'm okay with that. It just feels like, but, and it's by Dave Filoni who was in charge of Rebels and Clone Wars.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So, that's fine. But, uh... Yeah, and it was very weird. It was awesome to see Luke again. And it was mm-hmm. a little off-putting when Luke started saying that Jedi do not have attachments. Considering if you watch the original trilogy where he's filled with attachments. But uh, Yoda and Obi-Wan do tell him he shouldn't have those things in those movies.
1: Yeah, so he's um, so he's, be, he's become enlightened. He
0: is not a Jedi until the end of Return of the Jedi. That's what I tell myself. Yeah. Yeah. So, after Return of the Jedi, Luke kind of went and fucked off and became an isolated hermit. So, who, planning who, to create the Jedi.
1: Who even told Luke he was a Jedi? Like, in he theory. He told himself. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, he was never dubbed Jedi. He he crowned himself Jedi.
0: Well, someone has to. And there's no one else around.
1: I guess.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's why, you, Sky, right?
1: that's why they're called Skywalkers now.
0: You want, well you want you want Mace Windu to show up with a robot arm looking like a hobo like everyone else wants apparently to tell him Wait. he's a Jedi? Oh
1: okay. I thought you were saying Mace Windu was still alive. I was like no God bad. I hope. No, that's that's a <laughs> that was a that's been a fan that's theory. That's a fan theory yeah. and it's a bullshit. dumb one too. Well it's just cause nobody wants Samuel L. Jackson to die.
0: I it's just so stupid. That whole thing, like everyone always people were expecting Mace Windu to show up in in Book
1: of Boba Fett. Well, that would have been dumb yep that would have made any sense no well, 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 he killed he killed boba's dad speaking of dead people um did you see the uh the post-credit scene or mid-credit scene in the on the last episode
0: i didn't think he died anyway he shot him in the shoulder
1: yeah i'd actually look up who that was i, I did not write i was like was who's cop in, in that tank yeah that's cop. and well yeah and then had the mod guy there so clearly they're i don't know why the mod guy was there he got shot in the arm yeah what's that, that whole...
0: see i watched that shoot out five to ten times already <laughs> he gets shot in the shoulder
1: yeah i thought it was weird because i was just like he's not dead like and then he just uh, doesn't show up to the fight You're like i guess he's dead and they even say gunned him down in cold blood i was like he got shot in the shoulder yeah i thought that was a weird line he's gonna have a big ass fucking robot arm
0: now and whenever he shows back up but it's like sure. he shot in the shoulder i mean did they screw up and like Accidentally shoot the deputy 20 times instead of Cobb Vanth 20 times?
1: Jesus. I thought that was weird that the deputy, man, he was shot a lot. Not
0: only did he shoot the sheriff, he also shot the deputy.
1: He did. He did.
0: It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it was pretty cool. I, I really was happy to see Ahsoka come back. I was happy to see yeah. Luke show back yeah. up. I thought Luke looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I feel about Luke rummaging through Logan, uh, Yoda's house after he died, though. That's a little weird.
1: What do you mean? What did he have? Well, when Luke pulls oh, out Yoda's saber.
0: lightsaber, he's like, this was my master Yoda's lightsaber. I wanted yes, Yoda just to materialize. never material. saw Yoda with it. <laughs> yeah. After, and then later, Yoda just rematerializes and go, went through my shit, did you? <laughs> That'd be good. Fucking rummaging through my house, huh? It was... Yeah. um, mm. But yeah, I, I liked how it ended. I especially liked the little piccolo song theme uh, when at the end of the show, like when Just they're whenever all,
1: Amanda, yeah, whenever whenever Din Djarin was around.
0: No, no, it's the oh. uh, no, it's uh, it's when after they defeat the Pikes and everything and Bova oh. and Fennec are walking down the street and everyone is bowing and saluting yeah, yeah, yeah. them. Uh, they play a little piccolo version of the book of Boba Fett theme. Mm. I
1: thought
0: that was a really nice little touch.
1: Yeah. Well, and they played the, the Mandalorian theme too. And I, I guess whenever Mandalorian was around, it seemed like at least that episodes. That and was nice. great. Oh, I, well, I liked that. They brought it back in uh, the X-Wing pilot, the, the Korean guy, actually he's or the guy from. Um, Kim's convenience. He's the dad, but, uh, Cause he was like so when when he was first test flying the uh, the the Nabu fighter, and yep. the the X wing pilots kind of pull him over, and it's the same guy from The Mandalorian yep. that was like following him around and stuff, and I know in real life that guy's a huge nerd. He has like on his Instagram like he has a ton of like uh, stories and stuff, like just like his collections like he he's he's really into Star wars, but
0: I didn't know who he was. I thought he was a filmmaker because a lot of the x wing pilots from the Mandalorian are the directors of the shows so yeah i I, I, didn't
1: know um, I mean, I'm assuming he's probably friends with somebody who's making the show, but he's he, the he's the dad on yeah Tim's convenience yeah
0: uh the other x wing pilot was the uh luke Skywalker stand in for the show
1: oh really yep. I was wondering who that Jones. Guy was. he he kind of looked like. I don't know just like a a weird young guy I assumed he was like a stunt double or something
0: yeah he's a stunt performer uh he plays he plays he's the stand-in for Luke he's the body of Luke
1: yeah I was yeah whenever during the Luke scenes like did they get like is that actually uh Mark Hamill like they would have had to redo everything (laughs) they do yeah
0: Mark Mark Hamill's on set they do two shots
1: yeah where he's standing there and then one there's a body double standing there Okay, that makes sense. Yep.
0: There's a season two uh, Mandalorian gallery episode where they did the entire first, ep- uh, second, the finale episode, and they literally had Mark Hamill dressed up in costume, and they huh. shot every scene twice for, um, like uh, to get his
1: body movements or something.
0: Get his body movements, get exposure, get everything, and get his uh, facial expressions and
1: all. Yeah, of it. that makes sense. Sure.
0: Yep. Mark Hamill is extremely involved with this show, and it's pretty great
1: yeah sure sure is that that's actually his voice because he he does he sounds a lot older
0: now yes he does it's throwing me off but they they synthesize it
1: i was gonna say they have to do something because he sounds young again he does and mark hamill's a wonderful
0: voice actor but i still was kind of like i don't know if he can do his young voice though anymore maybe he can and then i found out no they digitally
1: alter his voice okay okay that makes sense yeah
0: i got nothing else i i love this show i I highly recommend it it was a great show
1: (laughs) it was um yeah i mean and i I have a little bit of like my complaints that i have like i don't think they're big complaints um this is an excellent show it's uh i mean i guess by comparison to mandalorian i don't know that i would say it's better or worse it's like you said it's it's the third season of mandalorian
0: i think it's a good companion and another successful star wars uh disney plus series
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah um no it's great yeah go watch it if you haven't yet. it's all there now um but yeah other than that i guess we can um oh uh right after we recorded last week or two weeks ago i went um the next day on sunday to see uh spider-man spider-man no way home and that is a great movie um i feel like it's a little late for us to do like an episode dedicated to that but um maybe we i don't know we can but uh no i was really surprised actually i was not expecting much out of it i know you wait you you seem like you like parts of it but on the whole you didn't care for it i don't like this version of spider-man and it's, yeah
0: it's another movie that's uh um it's got a lot of problems in my opinion i'm the minority <laughs> or people who i point out the problems to say yeah but it's so good and it's like um hey fine that's fine. no i, I
1: it has a lot of problems, to be honest with you, but I liked it. I, and I think what That's I liked fine, about I it. It's fine. I
0: enjoy it. I just, I yeah. just,
1: uh, I think I like a lot of things seeing, that don't make sense. Yeah. Well, none of it makes sense. And, but the thing is, is like, I liked seeing all those characters again. And I liked seeing, like, closure, I guess, for the other two Spider-Men. Um, but the whole plot had, like, there's just the giant hole where the whole point of the movie was unnecessary so yep. like when so so doctor strange is like hey you have to go round up all these guys so that we can send them so we can send them back to their dimension but clearly by the end of the movie that was completely unnecessary yeah because just forget um, who peter
0: parker is even though i'm sure there's a lot of photos of him and <laughs> physical rep physical evidence of his existence and <laughs> probably pictures in high school and databases full of stuff i'm sure yeah. Jones- jameson has hard drives of uh mysterio's uh mysterio's message on there and all those people who were affected by tony stark that plotted this whole thing and you know have fought fought thanos but we kind of just forget all that don't we
1: yeah. yeah um what is it um i think my biggest problem too is at the end with venom that scene where they just kind of ruined the post credit scene from venom it did it's just like yeah uh,
0: was really... such a waste of potential and, hey, and, and
1: well and why Jesus oh but it, it, like left that? That piece,
0: it left a piece it left a piece behind for which, oh, makes sure. no, which makes no sense yeah. makes absolutely no sense. Also, none of the villains other than Norman Osborn knew who Peter Parker was. So that doesn't make sense either.
1: Mm, Doc Ock did. No, he didn't. Really? I thought he figured it out. He
0: figured it out at the very end before he died. Yeah. When yeah, he was, yeah. When he was sane.
1: Oh, good point. Okay.
0: Yep. Yep. The lizard, I guess, figured it out halfway through that movie. So yeah, the lizard and, uh, the Lizard and Green Goblin knew who Peter Parker was.
1: Mr.
0: uh Electro did not know who he was. Never knew it even before he died in his movie Sandman.
1: Nope. No, Electro just liked Spider-Man. He just thought Spider-Man was cool. Okay.
0: Yep. Yep, never met Peter Parker, didn't know his identity whatsoever because mm-hmm. he teamed up with their Green Goblin and their Green Goblin didn't figure out who Peter Parker was until he saw Spider-Man next to Gwen at the end. Mm. Uh did not sure. know. Sandman didn't know who Peter Parker was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Venom doesn't even know the name Peter Parker. <laughs>
1: well, Venom was barely in it, and he didn't even meet Peter Spider-Man. No, but he was transported because he
0: knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I forgot are, that, that was the thing. Yep.
0: People are making excuses saying, well, the symbiote is multiversal, so the symbiote knows, even sure. though the symbiote didn't know who Peter Parker and Spider-Man were. Fully established that. Uh,
1: yeah. I completely forgot that that's what pulled them in was that they knew Spider-Man, but that does yeah, you're right. That doesn't make any sense.
0: Nobody knew who he was except for green goblin and, and him essentially like Doc Ock mm-hmm. got zapped, became sane again. And then Paul saw Peter park, Spider-Man's face tattered and goes, Peter. And he goes, you, you, you're, you're a good person, sir. You're a good person. Yeah. Mm.
1: Well, anyway, um, I obnoxious I, I,
0: it's not a bad movie it's just
1: it, it was a fun movie it
0: has a lot it of potential yeah, yeah, yeah three movies to get him in his classic spider-man costume yeah and they did yep. it <laughs> they did it in the last 30 seconds of the movie oh well um, there are stark files of peter parker's identity on there as spider-man oh yeah what about his ai karen
1: yeah, where is that?
0: What about Stark's AI that has uh, Stark Defense programs that knows who he is? Mm-hmm. Did did the well, spell wipe AI's memories away?
1: Well, but uh, where did all that technology go? Like, does like Peter has no access to it anymore? <laughs> Just Happy? I don't know. Like that—that's what was confusing to me. I don't know. <laughs> eh, anyway. Um trying to think what else happened. Not a lot. You?
0: Yeah. Oh, I was gonna ask, have you um I know there's only a little bit left. Have you been mm-hmm. able to do any more printing?
1: No, I still need I to do I haven't asked you for a while. Um my with my daughter getting COVID, it was just kinda hard to get to things. Um so we're almost yeah. there, folks. We're
0: gonna start it soon.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just have the hilt to, to print. So I, and I need to kind of go in and I'll alter the file um, to cut it in half, so because it won't fit on my printer. But yeah, just I mean, technically one more piece that I need to cut in half and print, and it's gonna take some time. Um, so hopefully soon, we'll see.
0: Uh, what have I been up to other than? Got food poisoning over the week That was terrible Yeah,
1: I think that picture you sent me was like the saddest I've ever seen you
0: It was bad, I felt like I was in rough shape I still don't know what I got, but I got food poisoning um,
1: Oh
0: man. Uh, well Yeah, um I've been playing a lot of Chrono Trigger Took a break yeah. for the past few days
1: What are you playing uh, that on, your DS?
0: Yeah, I'm playing on my yeah. DS Yeah. Chrono Cross got announced for a re-release So that'll be
1: fun Yep I'm excited uh, about that. I don't know
0: no, why. I, I am. I haven't played that game since I was for 20 years. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. I I picked it up again. I think when Beckett was a kid, like when my firstborn was a baby. Um, But, yeah. Other than, but yeah. I'm excited. Uh, uh,
0: I bought just a couple hours ago. Mm-hmm. I spent $20, and I bought a bunch of brushes for my procreate drawing program oh cool yep yep i uh i I, i've I've watched a lot of tutorials and i i took the recommendation of one of the tutorials that i follow to go to someone's website and buy some of their custom brushes and so i did Mm -hmm. and so tomorrow i'm probably going to be experimenting a lot with my drawing on that i'm looking forward to that cheap too 15 dollars for like 50 brushes oh nice yeah and then 10 and five dollars for another like 30 brushes hmm so i'm excited to give those a whirl
1: yeah that'll yeah. be interesting i guess i've never I, I haven't gotten to do much with procreate at all so it'd be interesting to see what custom stuff can do
0: i can't recommend that program enough it's
1: the no, it's best great damn yeah. program ever especially mm-hmm. it's like what 20 bucks maybe 10 yeah it's, dirty it's ten dollars for what it is yeah. it's amazing it's one of the best iPad, programs it. ever
0: it's not a subscription service it's great
1: yeah um, that's awesome
0: uh, I didn't buy it. I, I I I didn't. I didn't pay for it. But I ordered it. I what? ordered. Ha- I ordered Hasbro's announced Jabba's throne room.
1: You did. Set.
0: I I yeah.
1: Oh I man. Yeah, you yeah. said that to me. I was like, they, oh, that'd be so cool.
0: They announced this week. Uh, Hasbro did their their Star Wars fans. Stream And the big announcement was uh, Jabba's Throne Room mm-hmm. from Return of the Jedi and Book of Boba Fett. It comes mm-hmm. with Jabba's Throne, which you can also put the chair thrown on that Bib Fortuna had that Boba mm-hmm. took. And comes with Fat Bib Fortuna.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it looked like the the Book of Boba Fett Bib Fortuna.
0: Yes, it's big fat bib. It's yeah. 20 inches long, 10 inches high. Mm-hmm uh comes with 50 accessories. Wow. That's the throne, big. the throne can also roll forward like when you drop someone into the Rancor pit. Nice. Uh it has the same ceiling lighting system that Jabba's did with these like ra- with these like uh bars coming over it. Mm. Uh it is an amazing piece.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: very detailed. It's really lovely. mm mm-hmm. Mhm two hundred and thirty dollars yeah <laughs> i i legitimately watched the stream and said oh well the portion of Jabba's palace that i do have which is Han where han solo was hung up on mm-hmm. that was 50
1: yeah i was gonna ask you is that gonna be able to attach to it it cannot they wanted to do it they
0: considered it but uh-huh. it's, it's not something that's literally right next to the throne who cares so, <laughs> they, uh, but I mean, you could, you could, you could put it right. Set next it, to it next
1: to it. Door. Yeah, yeah, I you could it. set it
0: next to it. Um, but it was considered.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and I watched this and said, "Well, I'm guessing 125, yeah. 150. I probably put it around that. Paul Park. And when the price came up to 230, I went. My yeah. teeth sucked. And
1: um, It is it is big? It's I mean, what it's you're describing. Really nice. Yeah.
0: And it went up for pre-order the next day. I set an alarm Mm -hmm. and I kind of went, well, they don't charge you until it's released. The release Mm. date is like August of 2023. Oh, my. It's a year and a half away.
1: Yeah.
0: And so I have plenty of time to consider my options if I don't really want to get it or
1: not. I mean, just set aside 10 bucks every month. Yes. (laughs)
0: Arguably, you could do that. You could Perfect. literally put fifteen to twenty dollars yeah, a something. month aside and it's done. Sure. And um you could put five dollars a week down and it'll be done in less than a year. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, I, I, I threw it down. You know, I I we'll see if I get it or not. It's pretty neat. I, mm-hmm. I like these I collect vintage collection, mainly Mandalorian slash Boba Fett stuff. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did Yeah, it makes sense for
1: that. UAU clock, yeah.
0: But yeah, that was the big thing. I didn't pay for it. Part of me kind of wishes I could just throw money down and pay for it, but yeah, I can't. It, it's when it's release. Sure. So the only thing that makes me mad is is you could take the throne off and put a a job of the hut on there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There is no job of the hut to put on there.
1: <laughs> oh, like the toy?
0: Like yeah, there's no Java toy. There's no current Java toy. I think the last one they released was like seven eight
1: years ago Mm, i'm
0: sure there'll be one coming though
1: doesn't say i I would expect one
0: the thing is is i'm getting out of toy collecting mainly because it's getting too expensive yeah i get that it's getting really expensive
1: i mean that's why i stopped buying comics for the most part really
0: yeah i haven't bought comics in so long but yeah it's getting too expensive unfortunately so gotta start prioritizing yeah yeah other than that that's all i got uh just been Kind of like we're going to be working on drawing and be doing some stuff. Hopefully Dexter and I can get together and work on some things together and everything. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, Dexter's daughter, as he said, had COVID last week. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, Vivi, I've been told that his daughter Vivi thinks I'm one of the coolest people ever. I mean, yeah, she is. she's four. She'll figure it out. <laughs> but I I love Vivi. She, I love Dexter's kids a lot. I've mentioned it many times on here. Yeah. I felt bad, so I went and made her a get-well baggie. Oh, and man, she was so
1: excited about that, too.
0: I dropped you, it off at Dexter's house Friday, uh, last Friday afternoon when I got off work. I ran over to Target, bought a couple things, bought a little bag and a get-well card, yeah. and dropped it off at the front door and called Dexter and said, come outside, I have something.
1: <laughs> yeah, you and then, yeah, you kind of yelled at me from, across like, halfway down my driveway, which makes sense. Uh. But yeah, no, uh, and you got like the perfect presents for them. Like, cause you, and then you got Beckett. a, uh, I got, with, I got Dexter's
0: out. son something as well. Cause I mean, cause my sister nice. and I were about out. the yeah. same age. And so, uh, when, when siblings are that close to age, it, we grew up, you know, getting a little something for the other one as well. And I didn't yeah. want to single him out.
1: Well, and it was funny cause we gave Vivi mm-hmm. her present from you and Beckett was just, he, he was very excited for her um But I could tell he was disappointed that he didn't get something, and so then I showed him, "Hey, here, like, you know what this is?" And he's like, "What? It's for you," and his face just lit up. Like it was very <laughs> kind of you to get him a present, and it was just a perfect, like, it was literally like he was like looking goodbye. Um, I
0: I told Dexter later it's the only one they had. <laughs> yeah, it was just funny, but
1: uh, well just this christmas he got a ton of legos that he already had Mm. and so he he was just very disappointed because like everyone else is opening their presents and he can't get you know he can't and play with them what are you Uh doing nothing don't worry about it (laughs) okay (laughs) so anyway uh i guess we could probably end here we've been recording for a while um so yeah i guess it's kind of weird to end on a on the uh, catch-up but uh thanks everyone for listening
0: yeah thanks